We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. It's the Bart Winkler Show. Tim Shea is here. We'll have picks with Ryan Horvat coming up. Except the Packer game. We're saving that for Monday's show. Ooh. Yes, we are. Uh, as it is Packer season, as it is Buck season. Interesting this year, when the Brewers got bounced, a lot of people would typically say, uh, bring on Packer season. This year, a lot of people were tweeting, Dame time. Uh, very different. Very different situation this year. Tim, we didn't get to talk to you on uh, Wednesday night. I do want to say thanks to everybody that watched the post game. Obviously, listen to the show, but uh, I do like it as a place where people can come and deliver their thoughts. And we had a lot of new people, at least people that had listened before that had never participated. Because, you know, there's people that, you know, we got our guy. I mean, there's there's people that are on a lot, and that's great. They had great voices. That's why, you know, I always throw them in. But just because you see, like, five people, that doesn't mean, like, you can't be one of those people. So if you're like, ah, you know, he's – I don't – again, someone's like, oh, you know, someone complimented the show. Thank you. But I don't message anyone and say, come on, except for you. Uh, people are just able to come on as, as much as they please. And so I thought it was great to see that the last couple of nights. That being said, this Brewers loss. So one of the prevailing thoughts, Tim, was, well, you were going to lose to the Dodgers anyway. They're one and eight since 2018. They don't score runs. They're built to lose in this round. I think there is, because the Tuesday's loss should have been way more traumatic, but we've been through it. I think there's a level of this isn't it. Like either be bad or be good, but don't be this. This doesn't do anything for anybody. I think there's a lot of people that are really just like, I ain't, I ain't about this. I, that's kind of what I'm feeling. Yeah. And we've seen this all year. Maybe we were just a little blind to it because we were winning most of those games, like two to one, three to two. Where when it comes playoff time, you need to score runs. You you can't you can't do what you did all regular season, and that came back and bit them. And then then they lost and they got swept. It just felt like 
even with even with council, like we'll see what happens there. It did feel like there was a lack of urgency, like the whole Jesse Winker thing, uh, and then not only not only putting him on the roster, but trying to make it work both nights. Two at bats. Um, you know, I, I know that Yelich was talking about council and but I don't ever want my player to recognize that they're in a small market. Like that just felt like a line fed. Like I want, I don't know. Another thing that I like have been trying to deal with is watching what happened in Philadelphia where I don't know that our, it's not even our crowd. I don't even know that we like have the mentality around here to do what they did. Like we just, we just, we're we're so beat up and defeated. I mean, Brewers baseball has just been. Well, they actually have hitters, guys. That can well, hit yeah, them. they got Trey Turner and Schwarber and Harper, and you know we don't know what that's like. Maybe outside Prince and Fielder for a little bit. Trust me, I, I think our fan base. I think it can get like that. Hell, twenty eighteen, it was pretty close. Well, I think too. Close. Like, okay, yeah, Philly. So Philly, they cut. They're like. Um, this is what I said about Lions fans at Green Bay the other night. They're coming in expecting a win, and so you're charged up. Like Philly fans are already charged up. They're expect we're expecting bad. We're expecting okay. We're up to nothing. What bullshit will happen? We're and when? Like yeah. how soon will it happen? Will it happen right away? Will it happen a little later? And I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be like you need to be a better fan because I'm feeling the same way. I'm, we're beat up by this team. They've broken us. You know the same like. You try to get excited, and then Brandon Woodruff gets hurt, and then the roster comes out, and it's a weird roster. And then the whole year you're you're trying to get more money, and then in the same breath, like Rick Schlesinger does his pregame, and he's like, "Well, we like the extra revenue." Like he said something like that. In like, what are you doing? Why is he so bad at this? Honestly, um, it's just not. This is not personal. People are like, "Why do you hate this guy?" I just think he's bad at this. The whole team. It's just not – and I know we have a good farm system and Cheerios coming up and all this Tyler Black. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to no, be no. – I don't want to – we've been in the playoffs five the last six years. We can't get out of the first round anymore. What's the point of going? What's the point of sitting down 162 games and watching every game and going through every move and having great stories and trying to follow these guys and follow them in Nashville and follow them and go to game. What is the point if it's going to evaporate in 28 hours? The postseason lasted 28 hours. It takes that long to bake a fucking turkey. What got me was Council plays matchups all year, and then all of a sudden he doesn't. Why? All year. So, whatever. I mean, great. Good for the Brewers. Hey, we're NL Central Division champions. I don't even care about that. I bought, I bought a sweatshirt that says NL Central champions that I probably won't year, wear, and that will probably be on sale for 20 bucks come December when they do their clubhouse sale. Yeah, like I saw the uh, sweatshirts they were wearing are really nice. They are. I wish, I wish it didn't say the year on it. I know. Because if it said postseason, I'd buy it. Even if it just said postseason. Because it says 2023, I'm like, I don't want that shit. No, it's I I probably won't wear this for a while. Also, it was 85 degrees for these games, so 
And the roof was closed. Don't get me started on that either, bud. Uh, let's see. I was going to play some voicemails. On the yeah, I'll play voicemail. I, I really want to go back real quick to what you said at the beginning. Oh, sure. About, you know, people people watching and people looking. Uh, I've, got, I've gotten a little more for being out at the ballpark. I got a lot of, hey, Tim Shea, Bart Winkler. When you do that, tell me your name. So then I can give you a little shout out. Thanks for watching. I would appreciate that. Oh, when people recognize you? Yeah. Because I have no, I'm sorry. I don't know who you, you know, are. You know, well, I always ask people their name. I, I should, I should have. I forget it instantly. But I, I Well, have. that's why they need to tell me twice. Remember on the 4th of July when I ran into, oh, what's his name? Dave. Dave, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure his name was Dave and his wife. So anyway, thanks for watching and listening. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So say hi to Tim when you see him. I just saw, you know, hello and uh, your name. I can recognize a lot of people are tweeting me pictures of you. I saw that. Someone said you were with a woman on Wednesday. Uh, Yeah, I was. South Carolina. That was her? Yeah. Are you guys, like, in love? No. You promised me there'd be a woman on the stream on Wednesday. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to be like too in the moment and reactionary, but I do feel like uh, with council's stuff up in the air and everybody wants Burns gone and, you know, the post-game comments didn't seem to like rally anybody. Freddie's like, I want this team back. And we're like, Freddie, I don't know that they all want to come back. Yeah. It just, just... It, it seems like there's, there's a, there's not a finality to it, but it just like, what was the point? Of this year. What what was the point? To win the central? No. That like I could care less. Just, yeah, well, I don't care. There's no point. There's no point. If you're getting bounced in what? What did you say? 28 hours? Yeah, it took 28 hours. I just it's disappointing. It's I I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I just, I'm mad. I, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at myself for kind of falling in that trap because I was one who was, who thought that this team could go a far, far away in the playoffs. 
I thought they could get to the World Series, possibly. I really did. So that's what I'm mad about, that I fell into that trap. Well, but then when Woody got hurt. I don't think, I don't, I mean. It's not even about, like, to me, the, mo- the, the, the thing that bothers me the most is, because, again, I just said this, but you weren't going to beat the Dodgers. You weren't going to beat the. And some guy's texting me right now, so this is a great opportunity. I'm going to respond to him. He's a Diamondbacks fan. Um, I said, these need to be best of sevens. If you have to shorten the amount of teams that get in, do it. A playoff run has to be longer than just week week eight of Maction. And Yeti Confetti says, this seems like a pretty hollow tweet. You'd be on a different tune if the snake emoji, what a loser, had lost and your beer emoji had won. Where are the receipts from before the series saying this was not enough games? I am sorry, sir, that you find my tweet hollow. I have brought up this point on my CBS Sports Radio. I don't need to say that, but sports radio shows several times. Unfortunately, I don't have a tweet doing the same if you want the audio, I'll waste my weekend digging for it for you. Good luck against LA. Or what's a Dodgers emoji? What a loser. Would you be happy? Would you be a little happier if it was a best of five? Why can't you just read my tweet and just go on with your day? Why do you got to always respond? Now, that is pot calling kettle black. I understand. But <laughs> I was gonna say you are the king of that. Yeah. But whatever. Would you be okay with it being a best of five? I think you can all be best of seven. seven. I know the NBA does seven, 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 right? They go seven, 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 seven. I think four teams. I think there should be three division winners, one wild card, and every round should be best of seven. Or just go go back to the way it was. Do the MLDS isn't even best of seven. Do your one game wild card. You already have the flukiest sport known to man, and you don't have a best of seven until the championship series? Like baseball, baseball is begging for the best team not to win. Why? All Arizona has to do is win one game in L.A., and it's game on. It's a five-game series. I know. All they have to do is win one in L.A., it would then get the other two at home, and you're done. God, it's so stupid. All right, I got plenty of voicemails, and some I will play today. Some I will play over the weekend. Um, I want to play Monday a game. Show. I want to play a game with you, but not today. Maybe next week. I, I mean, I don't know how long you want to talk Brewers. Like how long you want to drag this on? But like, go over the roster, play back or not back. All right. Who's coming back? Who's who? How? What's what's your opening day lineup in 2024 right now? Okay, we can do that next week. Okay. This is a uh, voicemail. Carl's plays voicemail line. Carl of et.com backslash Bart. And is John Gruden the manager of this team? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Get somebody in there with some fire. This is from Landmark. What's going on, Mark? It's Landmark. I wanted to weigh in on this Brewers series and what happened. Now, there's a lot to cover, and y'all covered it pretty well on that uh, podcast. But my thoughts here are as follows. Did the stars on this team underperform? Yes. Did every move Council make 
seemed to backfire also yes but that i don't that's a symptom of the overall problem of this team and the overall problem is this bites of the apple approach the playing baseball in a spreadsheet approach because when you play baseball in a spreadsheet microsoft excel cannot get a hit with runners in scoring position that's the problem you know we're talking about lots of different things so it's looking at you know we got to play this guy we got to do this we got to do that and yes a lot went against the brewers in the series but they are who we thought they were we've seen this since 2018 when they had that team that went to the nlcs and they could have gone all in and they didn't they decided nope we're going to keep taking these bites of the apple and doing this and doing that and doing whatever. And it's the same Groundhog Day thing every year. And I understand in the baseball landscape why we have to do this. Hot Take Jake did a really good job of laying that out. And I know a lot of people don't agree with Jake, but I agree with Jake on that point. And I understand why we have to do these things. We're taking these chances on Josh Donaldson and whatever. But in the end, until they do what the Brewers did in 2011, or they do what the Bucks are doing now, where they think there is no future after Giannis, because once Giannis is gone, it doesn't matter. So we're going to try to do this right now. When Prince Fielder was walking out that door, they went all in. They didn't get it done, but you could safely say that they did everything they needed to do. Now, again, with this team, I don't necessarily know that that approach would have been successful, but at some point they have to put that capital in. And, you know, maybe we'll be there in a couple of years with Churio and Mizorowski and these guys where we can add those pieces to maybe make that run. But for now, I just feel like we're in Groundhog Day. I know I'm running out of my time, so I'm going to leave it be there. But <laughs> breathe, everybody. We did what we could. Enjoyed Bob Euchre. I'm saddest for Bob because I really wish he could call a World Series for us, but I don't know that's going to happen. Anyway, have a good one, y'all. Bye. Yeah, Euchre sounded sad. Uh, yeah. Um, his sign-off, I was going to bring that up. Uh, he sounded – he said, I, that just down in the dumps. Like, is he going to return next year? Um, the, uh, did you get the email from the Brewers thanking you for being a fan? Yes. And to buy my 2024 season ticket packages available now. We're all feeling a little heartbroken this morning to our fans. We share your pain. The end came too soon, but we can't thank you enough for the way you supported us all season. You kept American family field rocking all summer. It helped lift us to 92 wins in a division title. You made it an unforgettable ride start to finish. We'll be back strong next spring. Never too soon to start looking forward. It will be field to make a 2024 season a memorable summer for all of us. May I just say, because um, the email was titled to the best fans in baseball. Somebody, we got to figure out like who the best fans in baseball are. Because it, it's, it, we're, no, we're not. It's not us. Isn't it St. Louis? No, it's not them. Right now it's Philly. As okay. it's very different. I, we know it's not us. We're good. We're great. We're tremendous. But only one fan base can be the best fans in baseball. And if all 30 teams are trying to, like, stake that claim, it just rings hollow. Like, Giants fans got an email to the best fans in baseball. You know? Um, who else sucks? Everybody. Uh, Irish fans to the best oh, yeah. fans in baseball. I'm like... Best fans in baseball. I look around PNC Park on a Tuesday. 
There's 50 fucking people here. We need the best fans in our fucking city. The Athletics, they got one the worst to the to our worst fans. Yeah, to you assholes that are trying to keep us here. Bye bye. <laughs> uh, here's a email voicemail. I got one from John that'll play in a second. Um, later, I've got Big Ron. Big Ron has his picks too. Big Ron sent me a, a message. He just uh, re-upped with Happy Place Hemp. Got some of the nighttime gummies, the CBD CBNs. You can get those. You can get that. What do you got there? These are the mango, the uh, daytime, you know, THC your little sluggish. Yep. This is what I have. Those are ones to, the THC free ones are ones, because there's a lot of people that have different anecdotes about what they do. Like one guy takes it before he goes golfing and he says it helps. Uh, some people just take it, you know, as they get started at their work desk. Um, some people, again, if you want, if you're like, God damn, I cannot have another cup of coffee. Um, not that, I mean, there's this, they're, they're anecdotal, but that's why trying these different gummies out and seeing how they work, whether it's the THC ones, THC free ones or the ones that have them, the it's fun to try. Like it doesn't hurt to try. So check them out, get the sampler pack. If you want to try, 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 it's always available at 25% off with the promo code BART. All right. Voicemail. From John in Franklin. Good morning, John and Franklin. With the Better Late Than Never podcast response. As the debris settles from the shreds of what's left of the fallout from the Brewer absolute debacle in this series, um, I don't think enough credit's given to the manager of Arizona. I don't know his name. I really don't care. Um when we took the gut punch and honestly i think this series was lost with the news of woodruff not being available and probably done for the season i mean that was a direct hit to the solar plexus of, of brewer nation and they would have had an extreme uphill climb to deal with the later stages of the baseball playoffs if in fact, perhaps the series would have went different. I don't think he could have played, uh, Arizona could have played their pitching staff as brilliantly as they did. Um, basically biting the bullet, knowing you have a distinct disadvantage in one game and a distinct advantage in the other two games. And if somehow you pick off the first game, you are just in the driver's seat. And that's exactly how it played out for them. Everything went their way. Adamas hits a ball that's almost out. That would have been a almost historic home run down on the left field line, just missed it. Um, the catch, uh, what's his nuts from on third base, you know, diving up in the air, 55 years old, and he snags a, you know, sure base hit there. I mean, it was one thing after another. It just wasn't going the Brewers' way. And a lot of things went the Brewers' way this year, like being in the division they're in. And we, come on, we didn't have any illusions that this team was going to the world series we all want it and yeah you're in the tournament and you got a shot at it and with you know with the rotation healthy you definitely at least should be in the games but the problem with pitching and defense the way this team is built is you're not built to come from behind and it happened very few times this year and it certainly didn't happen in this this series you know they they have a rally and then you know the bottom of the inning at least put a run up let them know you're in the fight. 
that they're just this uh, this offense. I mean, when they the, they did the nationwide network on opening night, and they they had the little you know thing where they had the the lineups. Well, you know, and you just look at our lineup, and you got Canna. In those, come on, fourth. I mean, this we were star for offense with this team. It was streaky when we did have it. It seemed like we would have these games where we put up tons of runs, you know, once we got it going. But under pressure, time and time again, it was excruciating watching this offense fail in these rallies. And it just wasn't meant to be. Turn the page. Let's just move on. All right, there's John and Franklin. I don't think Brandon Woodruff – call me crazy for saying this. You don't think he was really hurt? I don't – No. I don't think he would have made a big difference in this series. Well, it would have depended on how he pitched in game two. I mean, if he would have been locked down. Sure, but then. Freddie was good, and then he struggled. If that plays out, then we lose in three. Like, if you say Corbin loses, and then we win, and then. Well, maybe they they would have taken out Freddie earlier if they had a fuller bullpen, which they did not have because Burns shit the bed. So basically, the Brewers got bounced from the playoffs because Corbin Burns, after complaining about arbitration, because the Brewers said you suck in the playoffs, sucked, in the, sucked playoffs. in the playoffs <laughs> for a second year in a row. I don't know. Third, um, third year and third, second time in three years. Again, I got a couple more voicemails. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stretch them out for Monday. Is what I'm doing, um, but I'll play them on Monday. And we can talk more Brewers too. I just, uh, I think the overwhelming thing is yes, we don't think we're going to win the World Series. It's really just annoying that the playoffs are over as quick as they were. And also, they've been over this quick. I mean, at least it wasn't three hours like the year against the Nationals, but the Brave series came and went a couple years ago. Yes, it did. Uh, the Dodgers, I mean, the Rock, the COVID year, whatever. This team gets there only to get bounced. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of, it's a big investment. Baseball, more than any sport, I think the fans feel the fatigue as much as the players. Or not, not, you know, the fans feel the fatigue more. Football, it's once a week. You know, you check some reports, you do a fantasy. Basketball, a couple nights a week. Baseball is every day if you're really invested. Do you think a seven-game series would have made a difference? In this, I don't think so. Sure, Brewers, yeah. Why not? I don't know. Well, do you think the Brewers are the better team? I don't. I cannot answer that. I don't think so. No, judging by these two games, no. All the Diamondbacks did was hit a couple of home runs. All you need to do in the playoffs. We didn't. Yeah. Did we even hit one? Yeah, Tyrone. Tyrone. When I said earlier that day that he's going to be the impact player. He's going to be that guy who goes out there and balls out. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, can I, I have a little, uh, I have a little badger breaking news. Yeah. I, I knew the exact moment that you, you got that? this alert. Well, no, I know the exact moment that you got the alert and then you were going to bring it up and I feel like you didn't. Oh no. And I didn't. I wanted to do it, you know. So what what happened? The scheduling pods they, came they out? They came out with their schedule and just highlighted their marquee games for the next four years. So how is the scheduling going to work with so, the pack? So I don't know how it's working. I'm just 
telling you the, the what the Badgers highlighted as their home marquee games for the next four years. So next year, it's Bama, Penn State, and Oregon. We go to USC. Then in 25, it's Ohio State and Washington. And then we go to Oregon. In 26, USC and Michigan State. And we go to UCLA. And then in 27, it's UCLA and Penn State at home. And we go to USC. Those are those are kind of how they're highlighting the big games. I didn't read through the entire, like, what the Big Ten's doing and how they're, you know, playing, how they're separate. Well, again, I don't like opponents. this. I would rather the Pac-12 existed. I would, too. Especially what they're doing this year. So I'm furious that the Badgers play on Peacock. Yeah. I will um, not spend – Six dollars to go to Peacock, so I'm going to go to my bar and spend 150 dollars on food and drinks and watch the game. Well, anyone, that, so how? Why are people complain? You pay 150 bucks for your cable package. Complain about that? Um, because the issue came up because this came out of nowhere. This came out of left field the other day that Peacock is going to broadcast like 30 to 35 no. Big Ten basketball games. That did not come out of left field. I did not know that. So for me, yeah, that was announced week, three months ago. But I had no idea. The actual games came out this week. Yes, and the Badgers are on there four times. Wisconsin's guaranteed to play Minnesota and Iowa every year. Yep. Okay. So you keep two traditional rivals. I mean, they might not see teams like Nebraska for five years. I don't know how that all works out. So. It's so stupid. But anyway, Bart, it's been a fun baseball season. I'll say that. Has it? No. Because it's all down the drain. It's all wasted. But we had fun when we went to the game back in April. We saw a walk-off. We did, and then I had fun at the tailgate. Yes. So those are our memorable moments of the 2023 season. And we won that game. Yes, two and all. So I should have just not watched another Brewer game after that. I should have said, "All right, we did it." And you, you maybe, yeah, Fuck. maybe you should have gone to the playoffs. Why? They won when you went. Are you one of those people? No. <laughs> all right, Tim. Well, we'll catch up. Yep. I'll. We'll see you Monday night after the Packers game. I will be live, yeah. You're going to be awake? Hell yeah. going to alter my sleep schedule that day. Okay. Good night, Tim. Go Brewers. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, Bart, it's me. Uh, have you seen this Joel Embiid shit? Who the fuck does this guy think he is? He wants to play for Team USA because his home country can't make the Olympics, and he just really wants to play in the Olympics. Really sorry, buddy, but tough shit. So we're going to let this guy from Cameroon take a spot from a real American? This is fucking garbage. It's just another reason to dislike this guy. The, I, it's, it's shocking, really. Just like we have so many players that could qualify for the team. 
just wants to take their spot because he's the MVP? No. Fuck off, dude. Let's do some NFL picks for week number five with Ryan Horvat. Before that, I would hope that a man as smart as yourself when it comes to gambling and betting and futures and all that, I would hope that you have at least sprinkled a little bit on the Arizona Diamondbacks to win the National League because the Brewers, every time, every time they've been knocked out of the playoffs, that team at least wins the pennant. Every single time. So bet on the Diamondbacks to win the National League. Yeah. What a dumpster fire the NL Central is. Just what a shit division with the Brewers. At least you guys made the postseason. Uh, Did we, though? I don't know. I I feel like, you know what, man? Like, why was everybody so – I don't know why anytime the Cubs lose or get eliminated from the playoffs, people have to, like, send me the the L, like, like hang the L. Like, yeah, I get it. I've been hanging the L for fucking 37 years now, except minus one year. So I don't know why everybody had to rub that into me. I think that's bad juju, though. I think that's bad karma, especially when, like, I never say anything to Brewer fans. Like, I – Find one social media comment from me after they got eliminated. I bet the Diamondbacks game one, but I figured the Brewers. Uh, would end up I in- saw one from you. Oh, to that hack on music guy that's always, co- dude, he's always shitting on like everything from Wrigley Field. No, no, no. no. I saw it on Facebook. You posted, I heard the Brewers lost. Suck. That sucks. Or, oh well. Well, so that's different though, because again, like half of my family are Brewer fans though. You know, like again, my uncle was, was the, so like the Gillespie's are huge Brewer fans. So they like trash talk the shit out of me. So that's, that's just fun. Um, no, it's painful when your fucking baseball team loses, dude. I don't want to be a dick and rub it in. It's, it's hard enough. You watch 162 games of that shit. And then your season's just over in two days. Kind of the same with football though. You know, like the Aaron Rodgers uh, era, obviously, but especially the last couple, you know, where you win 13 games, you have the best team, and David Bakhtiari fucking tears his ACL, and then you don't have him for Tampa. Sports- yeah, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be convinced that baseball's worth it. Like 162 games, the Brewers had a 30 hour playoff run. I'll say this though: at least they got a second chance, like to uh, prolong their series with the Packers. It's like, oh, it's 20 degrees. Rogers is old. They score right away, and then they take their foot off the gas, but a fucking punt and kick gets blocked, and then your 13-win season's over just like that. And then you think of what could have been, like the Rams coming to Lambeau next week. So football's pretty tough, too. At least in the NBA, if your team's going to get eliminated and shit the bed, like you get seven games. You get a best-of-seven series. Yeah, baseball should be healthy. You know, the best team should always win. Anyway, that's enough baseball. Fucking terrible. Yeah, forever. I fucking hate that sport. I do. I really do. I'm a pet, like, it's never fun to me. No, me. no, never been fun. It's uh, I'll deck myself out in Brewer gear here on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, but Christ. Uh, and the backdrop today, I don't know if I've used this one with you. This is my grandpa's old basement. Yeah, I was going to say that kind of reminds me of my grandparents' basement. This is 1505 Jeffrey Court in North Fond du Lac. They bought it on the same day that I was born. Uh, or that's when they moved in. So they are both deceased. But this this basement was, and there's a bar on the other side, the, the wood paneling, the carpet, the shitty ceiling. It's literally my favorite room on earth. I don't know what the new tenants have done with it, but I if, if, I would love to have my basement be, be this. So that's the 
video of choice. Um, you should do a remote from from the establishment, from the old home. I should have bought the house. Is what I should have done. It's North Fond du Lac prices. It was it's a four bedroom house for like eighty seven thousand dollars. Did you did you ever fall going up the stairs in that basement? Like you were running no, up. No, but you- these are the sta- these are the stairs. I fell down these stairs as an eleven month old baby, and bonk! I was in a walker. My uncle somehow ran to catch me. Otherwise, I could be, you know, there could be splattered brains on this uh, tile. Could be bad news bears right there. Yeah, I never actually have fallen going down the stairs, but I have because I'm dumb falling, like getting excited. I think my grandma had like pizza rolls ready and I went to run up and it was just. Mm. These are a steep stair though. These are, you can see they are a steep stair. That's why. Yeah. You know, sometimes a young Horvat, even shit, an old Horvat gets excited when pizza rolls are ready. I always pizza rolls and frozen pizza, death taxes. And I just like, I always tell myself you're going to wait like five minutes, right? The journey is the reward. You don't need to just throw that in your mouth because you're going to burn the shit out of the uh, top of your mouth. Every single time, man. And it affects like the next three days of my life. Every time I eat pizza rolls. Oh, yeah. Or frozen pizza. Uh, burnt mouth. Hey, behind the scenes here. Are we, when are you releasing this? Are we doing the Thursday night shit fest or no? Are we skipping over that? Uh, no, this is the Friday show. Who would you have went with? I would have picked the Bears. I think I would have been very wrong. I would have went, I would have went with the Commanders. The, the Tobies? Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the games that we have then. Houston. No, no, no. You did you got you can't skip it. Oh shit. See, this always happens because I don't I haven't bet it yet. Um the London game. My bill. Jacksonville there for a full week. Yep. They played last week, beat the the, I hope you took my prop. London scored in London. I know that was a good call. I didn't. I should have. I fucked up. I should have played that. I was going to text you, but weren't you on the air for that game? I was. Yes, I was. Because I was on later. I go on with Gelb during the day. Um, Five and a half point spread. This game's going to be played at Hotspur Stadium in London. Neutral site game. Total. Tottenham Hotspur, my least favorite EPL team. Yeah, I agree. They're a bunch I don't of like scumbags. Them. Yeah. Uh, man, I feel like they uh, they want us to take the points with the Jags here, right? The five and a half. I am going to take... Just that. I'm going to take the five and a half. I love the Bills, but the Jacksonville Jags have been there for a full week. A little worried about their defense. Shit, I'm a little worried about their offense. And I think the Bills are the best team in football. I just bet the Bills to win the Super Bowl. And I bet an exact matchup. Bills, Niners, $20 would win you 800 if you get that exact matchup. But I think the Bills are a team of destiny. I think this is finally the year. That defense, man, they got like 14 sacks the last two weeks. They're getting pressure at a crazy rate, and they don't even have Von Miller on the field yet. But five and a half, I feel like Jacksonville, they're two and two, coming off a win. I think they're going to play hard in this game. I think it's like a field goal game where Buffalo wins, but the Jags cover. So give me five and a half with uh, the Jags. What about you? I'm going to take Jacksonville, too. I'm going to ride with you, and I'm going to have more fun with names. I'm going to say Josh Allen picks off Josh Allen. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. Fun with names. You think they're going to talk about that at all? The two Josh Allens going against each other? I just looked up to make sure Josh Allen was still on Jacksonville. He is. Because I, I conflate him with Miles Jack. I confused he's, him. 
he's their best player on defense. In fact, but, like, uh, yeah, there's already 15 articles. There's, there's articles galore about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's literally the only guy doing jack shit on that defense. They should have taken Aiden Hutchinson, but I digress. Let's move out to Atlanta where the dirty birds kick the trees or whatever the fuck Ludacris said. They're one and a half point favorites over the Houston Texans. And my guy, CJ Stroud, who I did have to take a little mini victory lap on my CJ Stroud tweets. And my Justin Herbert ones, I don't know why I was feeling that one. Just because everybody's always so wrong and I'm always so right. You know, like maybe people are right about like wrestling more than me or music, but not quarterback evaluation. And uh, CJ Stroud, I don't give a shit that he was a little hungover maybe for a test. Been there, done that. I don't care that he went to Ohio State. Because if somebody was part about that test, tattoos in a Lamborghini, I'd go to Ohio State too to throw to JSN. And fucking uh, Marvin Harrison, CJ, CJ. But all this to say, Atlanta's going to get themselves right this weekend. And if our guy Desmond Ritter struggles, you got to bench him because he's jack shit. You got to go to Heineke. If the Vikings lose, maybe you make a call for Kirk Cousins. Atlanta has way too much talent. They're at home. I think it's going to be a big Bijan game. Give me the Dirty Birds on the money line. And because we don't do that, give me the one and a half. So Atlanta wins over the fighting Strouds. But the Stroud boys are good. The Stroud boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take Houston. I'm going to I'm gonna buy into them. Yeah. Uh, I Fair. think the, the worst part about that test, because it was a news alert, like CJ Stroud does bad on test. And we're like, okay, what was the test? They go, trust me, bro. He did yeah. bad on it. All the quarterbacks. Can I I take the test? Can I? Can we see a question of the test? No, no. Just, just no. Like he did bad. Well, what's the test? Like, there's three years of tape on C.J. Stroud. Watch that. Yeah. Exactly, dude. No, thank you. And it's like, if if they just like won't tell us and everybody else what the fuck is on the test. Imagine having to go and take a test some morning. When you don't know what it even is or what it's about. You know what I mean? And like if I took the U.S. citizenship test right now, blind, without being, I might not pass. Yeah, like we almost, C.J. Stroud should have beat Georgia. The only well, reason. I think the citizens, it's pretty easy. If you fail it, you're an idiot. It's like how many senators are there? I mean, if you don't know that, what the fuck? Maybe he has a learning disability or something. That doesn't mean he's stupid. People are so insensitive, you know? Anyway, let's move on. Um, ooh, line movement. Hold on. Let me see what's going on here as we record this. Oh, God, I bet a shitty number. All right. Well, I bet the Colts is one-point favorites. They're now one-point dogs at home against the Titans. I feel like Titans theory says that the Titans, like everybody thinks, you know, Indy, young quarterback, Anthony Richardson, Jonathan Taylor, will he play, will he not play, blah, blah, blah you know, that they're going to go in there and smash them. The Colts are actually a decent football team, man. Their offensive line is top five, according to Pro Football Focus. Defense playing pretty good. And I like Anthony Richardson. He's my fantasy quarterback. I feel like this is a game where Tennessee goes on the road and they lose. So I'm going to take the uh, Colts, who are I think, a lot better than a lot of people expected. They're I'll grab the one and a half now, one and a half point dogs at home. Fuck I still Titans. think Titans theory needs to be like, they need to get the certain amount of credit or a certain amount of, like discuss. I don't think they're on that scale yet. Okay. So I don't think that this is a Titans theory game, but I would agree with you. 
that the Colts uh, win. Titans are going to be feeling themselves. You know, Jonathan Taylor should be back. I don't know what they're going to do with him, but yeah, as long as they don't like Richard, like with Richardson, just stop. Uh... Oh, I got a question for you. This is not about anything. Okay. What is more annoying? The Taylor Swift coverage or the correct answer? People arguing about the tush push or brotherly shove. Like, Jesus Christ. If I got to hear any one of those words again. Oh. All right. So I'm a big Swifty. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. And um, we always talk about this. I always talk about this. If it's bothering you that much, I watched football for like 48 hours last weekend. I forgot she was even really at the game. Like, uh, yeah, the commercials are there. Who's watching the commercials? There's a hundred other games going on. If it's a standalone game, right. You know, like Sunday night football, just like go in the kitchen, get yourself a snack. If you don't want to see it, like don't, don't sweat the small shit. You know what I mean? Like life's life's too short. Go fucking hug your kid or hug your wife. Try to get a quickie in or something like that. I'm not bothered by the Taylor Swift thing. I am actually a little bothered though, by the tush push, the bush push, the flying Eagle, whatever they're calling it, because it's kind of bullshit. And, like, if you're a fantasy owner or if you want to bet touchdown props, I mean, I guess it's easy. You just bet Jalen every week. But um, I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I always have, you know, bad memories of Reggie Bush just getting pushed into the end zone when it wasn't even a thing yet. So, fuck that. I'm more outraged by that. I don't love it. But what are you going to do? Are you going to change it now? I mean, I'm sick of, like, rules coming in and then changing. So Rules on top of rules. We The NFL does rule trees. Yeah, I'm not really bothered by the Taylor Swift stuff, to be honest with you. I'm not either. It's just the NFL had to put out a statement because they were like promoting her and people were like, oh, shit's fixed. Like, like I feel like the people that are outraged are like Bill Michaels Nation, right? Like they just have to like just like tell everybody they're angry about something or they got to like show everybody that they're like really tough and like, you know what I mean? Like alpha male, like, oh, I'm so sick of seeing this broad. Get her off my TV. Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer, got the stupid shot. Hey, that's your boy Rogers making that. That was that's an unfunny joke. I, I just don't like when Rogers makes jokes that he thinks are funny when they're not funny. That was like a and joke. They like, and they were like talking before the His game. His owner is Woody Johnson. What a moron. I think maybe though he was just like, I don't think maybe he like thought about it and he was just like thinking he was funny. No, there. he was feeling himself because he got a good dig in at Oberman. So he tried to he tried to double down on Kelsey. Well, fuck Oberman, though. Well, yeah, Oberman's kind of a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I had I one. Think I think I had the yeah, I like the Colts too. All right. Uh, Chiefs are four point favorites over the Vikings. Ooh, I bet the Vikings at five and a half at home. This is down. Why to four. are you? This is a three o'clock game. Why are you jumping? Oh, you know what? My bad. I don't. That's because I haven't bet a lot of these. All well, right. let me fill you. I'll fill you in on the other ones. No, I got him. I got him. Okay. Giants, 11 and a half. Jesus. Giants, 11 and a half point dogs. This was four and a half last week. Uh, the Dolphins, 11 and a half point favorites. Giants got embarrassed in primetime. They gave up 11 sacks. Dolphins got blown out by the Bills after scoring 70 against the Broncos. 11 and a half is a lot of points. I, I got to go with the Giants as bad as they are. I feel like this is a place where the Giants could get an upset, but. Dolphins at home after losing Giants short week. Ugh. The Dolphins I'm going as my survivor team. I like that. 
I'm actually branching out. I'm going Dolphin Survivor, and then in another one, I'm taking Lions. Hmm. Yeah, I might change this to Dolphins. I'm just going to go double. I can just go all in. I'm going to go Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins. I don't feel as good about it as I have previous weeks because the Giants could do something fluky. Um, by the way, Game. what? We love to evaluate quarterbacks. I, I don't think it's a Daniel Jones issue. I think Brian Dable sucks. I mean, I think they both kind of suck right now. But, like, Daniel Jones doesn't have any help. His offensive line is dead. The entire left side. He got sacked 11 times. He doesn't have any wide receivers. It was a terrible game plan. Like the one area. Darren Waller doesn't exist. Right. The one area you could attack the Seahawks is the middle of the field. They're paying Darren Waller all that money to be their tight end. And he had going into the fourth quarter, he had one reception for five yards. So um, yeah, Brian Dayball is not very good right now either, but Daniel Jones, he might not be there very long. Especially the Giants. You know I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to take them to cover. Like Daniel Jones. I mean, the Daniel Jones. The Giants right now are one and three. They lose this game. They're one and four. If it keeps going south there, you shut down Saquon. Maybe they end up with Caleb Williams or Drake May, depending on what the Bears did on Thursday night. Um, all right. Saints. I think they suck. They're one point favorites on the road in New England. I know they suck, but I think New England gets right this week. Because I don't think the Saints offense is very good. And I think Derek Carr going out there last week was selfish because I think he's like 60%. Oh, I think they would have won with Jameis. I agree, man. Like the defense is fine, but I think New England gets themselves right. I don't see them starting one and four. If they do, there's going to be so much Belichick shit talking going on. They just brought back J.C. Jackson, who was a complete bust with the Chargers. I'm down on the Saints, man. Um, They blew a 17-point lead to the Packers. No offense. Give me the Patriots at home here to bounce back, finally. I would be willing to put several hundred dollars on New England winning this game. Might be my favorite bet of the weekend. Maybe I'll take them as my survivor. Don't do that, that, though. Okay. But I like New England a lot. Mac Jones will throw, like, nine picks. Um, I like New England. This game? Could be a probably a low-scoring game because the total's 38. The Baltimore Ravens, three and one, taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, two and two. No Kenny Pickett. Mitchell Trubisky season, kids. So I like the uh Ravens a lot this year, and they finally allowed Lamar to push the ball down the field. He averaged over 10 yards per passing attempt last week. But I think this is like a desperation spot for the Steelers. Weird thing about the Steelers is when their defense is getting pressure, they're a top five defense. When they're not getting home, they're like bottom 20 because their secondary is not very good. But Ravens are still dealing with a bunch of injuries. I like the Steelers at home, anything over a field goal. So I'll take Pittsburgh plus four. These games are always close. Yeah, I'll ride with you on that. I think the Ravens are going to be a team that finishes like 10 and 7 when they should finish 13 and four. Yeah. And I think like, I can see them losing this game, to be honest with you. Yeah. Maybe Trubisket beats him. What about this one? You brought up the lions and survivor. You know what, man, the more I think about this. Yeah. I like the lions actually a little bit more than I do. Miami as crazy as that sounds at home. Carolina's bad. They're fucking bad. And uh, Detroit is good. And that's the breakdown. Like Detroit's getting, we saw it last week. I feel like the Packers haven't played a game in two months. Um, 
the, the Lions are getting pressure at a 35% rate. They're a top five run defense. We saw how good that defense was. We know how many points they could score. I'll take the Lions here. Uh, I got to take the Lions. I am a little worried. Like, I think the Lions might be sort of delving into uh, Titans theory mode. I don't like that they lost that game against Seattle, but it was uh, overtime. Um, yeah. The spread, yeah. what did you have the spread at? 10. Yeah, that's it's a lot of points. You know what? I give me, the, I don't think they'll cover the spread. Give me Carolina that. with the points, but I like Detroit and Survivor. That's what I was trying to say. I'll take Carolina plus 10. Give me like a seven, eight point win. Yeah, I agree. Or Detroit. Yeah, I agree. That's a big number, though. Uh, Bengals do not look good. They're three point favorites only over the Cardinals on the road. I grabbed the points with the Cardinals. Cardinals are competitive. I like Dobbs. That defense is playing out of its mind for what they have. They're a one and three football team. But what's the, so what's the deal with Burrow? Is he bad? That's I mean, he's not healthy. Uh, he's got a calf injury on his plant leg. That's never good. But also, he's just not playing very good. T. Higgins has a fucking broken uh, rib. He's going to try to play in this game. Jamar Chase is pissed off about the offense. Bengals defense doesn't look good. Like they lost a lot in the secondary, man. And Jesse Bates is playing really good football right now in Atlanta. I think their coordinator, Lou Anarumo, kind of like hid some things because he's so good. He'll probably be a head coach still in the next couple of years. But take the points with Arizona. Cincinnati loses this game. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, man. But uh, give me Arizona to cover. Like this opened at seven and a half and we're all the way down to three. Um, I think that a lot of people are feeling a little more optimistic about the Cardinals than they should. I do agree with you. They're competitive. They are also the one in three and they blew a lead to the giants who everyone thinks is fucking terrible. Yep. So I am going to say that Cincinnati wins by yeah. at least three. Uh, I don't like maybe two weeks ago, you, you, at the beginning of the year, you say, Oh, Cincinnati wins by 15. Yeah. Maybe they win by like five or six. But they'll cover. I like Cincinnati to cover. That'd be a big win for them. Because if they lose this game, they might have to like shut shut some shit down. I would maybe even look at like trading T Higgins because I don't. They're not bringing him back. You're not going to be able to pay him, Burrow, and Chase. This isn't Madden. Uh ooh. Rams taking some money. Rams were six and a half down to four and a half. They're at home. They're taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles four and a half point favorites. High total fifty and a half. I love watching Matthew Stafford play quarterback every week. Can't wait till they get Cooper Cup back out there because Puka and Tutu have been fun, but man, Stafford's playing out of his mind right now. Rams are two and two. Defense is playing all right. I actually think the Rams cover here. Give me the Rams, four and a half. I'm not really sold on the Eagles this year. I mean, they're kind of just like sleepwalking. They're good, don't get me wrong, but I think eventually they'll get clipped. I can see it here. Give me the Rams plus four and a half. You know what? I uh, I don't. I'm not down. Like everyone's down on a four zero ego team, which I don't quite understand. Um, but I'm with you. I like the Rams. Yeah, Stafford's just playing awesome football right now. Yeah, he is. He you is know? playing really well. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to watch. He can make every throw. I like it. What about this one? This is the one I was trying to get to. I was excited to talk about it. I bet the Vikings, as gross as that is, at five and a half, knowing this would go down, it's at four. Chiefs, Vikings. I think the Vikings are live in this game. Their season's on the line here. They're back home. Skull, skull. And if they do lose, 
you know they're going to do it in heartbreaking fashion. They'll play their asses off. Justin Jefferson will have 300 receiving yards. They'll have a 14-3 to lead in the first quarter, and they'll blow it, and they'll lose by a field goal. But I think they'll play the Chiefs tough. So give me the Vikings to cover. I like a lot of dogs today or coming up. Plus four. What about you? I found it. You found me. Was this that is the dollar chip that Paul Allen gave me. No. When I saw him in Vegas. And I went up to him and said, hey, Paul, you've been on my show. And he just said, here you go, Sean. I have a hot take. Yeah. Fuck Paul Allen. Oh, I have a lukewarm, cold take. Great broadcaster. I agree. Fuck the Vikings. I never wanted to have those guys on. I was like, I don't want to talk to some fucking Vikings fan. Fuck the Vikings. I can deal with Bears fans, whatever. I mean, they're irrelevant. And, like, they're half my family because I'm from Chicago. I'm actually happy for Lions fans. You know, like, they've suffered through bullshit. I've won the division since 1992. That's why I'm wearing Honolulu blue. I fucking hate their fans. I hate Minnesota. Everybody's like, oh, the Twins are a Fuck the Twins. Everything but Prince. Because he came from Minnesota. Fuck him. And, and I like uh, Aunt Edwards, too. Sorry, go on, though. Oh, I like Sonny Gray, though. I do, too, just because he told my buddy to go get fucked when my buddy got drafted by the A's. I thought that was the best story ever. My buddy said, hi, I'm Kevin. And he said, I don't give a fuck who you are, and just walked right past him. Why? <laughs> my friend never he never figured it out. He was all excited. He was like, oh, yeah, Sonny Gray. You know, He was like 19. He just got drafted. And uh, Sonny Gray just big leagued him in front of everybody and just – I guess was a dick. Made me like it. Yeah. Sonny Gray is like the most porn name we have in baseball, though. Mm -hmm. Right? I could see him like filming one, too. All right. I'm going to... Chiefs or Vikings? Mm -hmm. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. Let's go Vikings, and then people are going to freak out about the Chiefs and Taylor. Yep. Is Taylor Swift the reason that yep. they lost to this dog shit team? Yeah, let's yeah. go Vikings. All right, here's the big one. The Jets. I'm actually excited for this because we get Nathaniel Hackett against your guy, Sean Payton. And Sean Payton, man, he talked a lot of shit for a guy that's the head coach of a one-in-three football team. Let's say that. I'm taking the Jets to lose to the Denver Broncos, though. Sean Payton, like... You can't run your mouth like that and then lose to Buddy Hackett. And I know everybody's all excited because Zach Wilson looked good on primetime. And Denver's defense hasn't been good this season. They let the Dolphins hang 70 on them. But, uh, dude, I can't see Sean Payton. How do you show faith? Like, how do you show up anywhere if you lose to Nathaniel Hackett at home? So give me the Broncos, one and a half point favorites. Quite frankly, the Jets coming in there with uh, mean, tough guy Robert Sala. That's why Lafleur stinks is because Lafleur, like Robert Sala is a little, they're both scrappy dudes. I like Sala though. But Sala owns Lafleur. So what's that make Lafleur? A cuck. Sala's always like fake mad. He's like. I think he's really mad. I just don't like him. Oh, I like Sala. I feel bad for him, man. Like I thought he had Aaron Rodgers and he's got the Zach Wilson band year three. Uh, Sean Payton's not going to lose this game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he can't. Or I think he has to retire. This should actually be like a death match. 
Loser like leaves Shawn town. Taker, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair type shit. Like, if don't steal that on CBS because I want to use it. You, you know what? I'm not going to use that tonight because then my co-host will use it like on their radio hits. You could use it if you want. They should have a death match though. Sean Payton, most <laughs> overrated head coach in NFL history. Mike McCarthy, greater sign, better, right? Same resume. You know what you can use uh, is my... Loser has to leave the National Football League. You can use this take I came up with. Willie Adamas is the Daniel Jones of uh, Major League Baseball. Because he's going to get overpaid even though he's the 15th best guy at his position. I promise I won't use that take or talk any baseball. Definitely no Brewers. Uh, I promise you that. All right. We got a couple more to get to. Sunday Night Football. Hey, Jack, it's a fact. Niners are back. Mike McCarthy going to show him a sack. Three and a half is the current spread. I woke up and blah, 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 blah. I'm too tired for anything creative. Niners, three and a half point. I'm going to have to take a nap, and I just woke up. Niners are three and a half point favorites. I might save my coffee. I didn't even take a sip of it yet. Does the song really go, hey, Jack, it's a fact? Hey, Jack, it's a fact, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Terrible fucking lyric. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. bad. Niners are three and a half point favorites. Total 45. Tough one to call. Did you see the night that Carrie Underwood was at Sunday Night Football and they brought her in the booth? Yeah, I did. And it's just like 40 career TV, TV operators, you know, how, you know, that type of man with Carrie Underwood. It's like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it was literally last Sunday. I'm taking the Cowboys revenge game. Last two years in the playoffs, Cowboys have lost to the Niners. Let's look why. Two years ago, probably the worst play call in NFL history. Quarterback draw with no timeouts and Dak doesn't get it out of bounds. Kellen Moore, you dipshit. Thought that was the worst play call actually in NFL history. Until last year, final play call against the San Francisco 49ers. What does Dallas do? They line up Ezekiel Elliott, washed running back, up at center. He gets completely blown off the fucking line of scrimmage. It may be the funniest play in NFL history. And it doesn't end very well for the Cowboys. Now, big man Mike McCarthy's taking over play calling. He's seen enough of the bullshit. Say what you want about him. He ain't trotting fucking Ezekiel Elliott out there or Tony Pollard to play center. Niners, really good. You know who else is really good? My, our Dallas Cowboys. That defense, yeah, like they lost to Arizona because they lost their best fucking cover corner in practice to a knee injury. They had to adjust a little bit. Dude that replaced them had two interceptions last week. Cowboys are for real. Cowboys cover the three and a half. They win this game outright. outright. Pack up their game. They head out west. A kid rock. Cowboy. 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 I'm on the... Cowboys. Whee! I'm gonna take the Cowboys, baby. I'm a cowboy. Grind I'm all a night. We need I'm we need Brock Purdy. We need him to lose a fucking game. Dead or alive. Sorry. He hasn't lost yet. And I walk these streets like death in my hand and a bed in my feet. When I might not make a stand, I'm going yeah. everywhere. I'm taking the Cowboys with you because, yeah. again, I am not a Cowboy fan, but I root for them and I enjoy watching them play. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And Our I think Packer after, pick will be Monday on Monday's show. And I think after the game when they interview Mac, he'll say, I'm a highly successful football coach. And then he'll also say, and I've seen a million faces. And I rocked them all because I'm a cowboy. All right. Uh, I mean, well, I'll talk to you Monday. Wink, wink. All right. See you Monday, dude. Have a good weekend. Tim Shea, Ryan Horvath. Couldn't ask for two nicer people to chop it up with on a Friday, everybody. Remember, when you're on the road, don't drive like a maniac. This message brought to you by me. When you're on the road, remember, turn your lights on, slow down, and look around. That message brought to you by the Wisconsin Bike Fed. You have noticed it does get darker earlier. And my kid is very cognizant of this now at four years old. We we walk out of swimming. Normally, it's still summertime, and now it's a little darker, and, you know, it's night-night time, and he's aware, and we drive home, and, you know, there's more people still doing their normal activities at 6.15, 6.30, 6.45 at night. But it gets a little darker, and you want to be safe. So if you are driving, when you're driving, uh, remember the sunsets earlier. There is an increase in, like, accidents, unfortunately, as people try to navigate through the changes, especially when daylight savings hits, too. Just keep the lights on. Slow down. Look around. Um, I don't know why anybody wouldn't have the auto light. How, why don't you just do auto light? It boggles my mind when there's people that don't have their lights on. Like, what are you doing? Are you trying to save energy? You think you do you have a do you have a light bill for your cars? Turn your lights on, man. Anyway, let's work together. No matter how people are traveling through our community, we all want to get home safe. WisconsinBikeFed.org. All right, uh, some picks from Horvat. Got some picks from Big Ron. And a few Brewer thoughts, too. We'll wrap up with that. Hey, Mr. Winkler. It's Big Ron in New Jersey. I got a quick Brewer's take and then um, two um, weekend betting picks for your audience. So my Brewer's take is is you got Woody, Burns, Adamas, Hauser, and Rowdy Telez all in their last year of arbitration next year. And my take is just send them all to arbitration. Send them all on to, to the one-year arbitration contracts. Don't trade any of them. Run it back. And, um, you know, win 92 games again. Um, and then, you know, crap the bed in the, in the postseason. I guess I, this is a podcast. So I can say shit the bed in the postseason. So I can make a ton of money betting against the Brewers in the postseason like I did this year. Um, so that's my take there. And um, second um, item for business here is my betting picks. I like on Saturday in college football, I like the Georgia versus Kentucky. That's the game of the week. Two, two ranked teams playing each other. I like under 48 and a half points in that game. You know, Kentucky has a really good running back um, that ran all over Florida last week. And he gets a lot of yards after contact. And um, Georgia has a pretty good ground game as well. So I think both these teams are going to be able to move the ball on each other on the ground. And that's going to eat up a lot of clock. And also there's, you know, rule changes in college football this year where the clock no longer stops after first down. So that shortens up the game too. So take under 48 and a half 
in the Georgia-Kentucky game. And then on Sunday, I'm going with Bart's um, survivor pick, uh, the Miami Dolphins, except uh, I'm not taking them on the money line. I'm taking them on the first-half spread. The first-half spread is six and a half. Over the hapless New York Giants, I think the Giants are competing with the Bears as the worst team in the NFL, and I really like Miami to jump all over them in the first half and be leading by at least a touchdown. So those are my picks. Good luck. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ron. That coming on the Carl's Place voicemail line. Actually, I'm going to get this one in here, too. 402-915-2278. Uh, Dan, I tried to play this one the other night. Audio was a little shaky, um, at least in the live show. Let's hear from Dan. I think this was as the Brewers were losing. So this voicemail comes. The Brewers have not yet lost. But don't worry. They did. Hey, Bart. And uh, Colin, just after the eighth inning, game two here. Uh, I haven't really been watching since uh, the D-backs went up 3-2. Seems like uh, once we lose the lead, it's just it's game over. But tuned in again to the eighth, and of course, bases loaded one out. Do anything about it? No one can get a base hit. Or he even hit a sack fly or something to get at least one run in. But this is typical Brewers. You probably seen my tweets. I was just going out the past couple days. Not happy. But at the same time, it's kind of expected. Um, going off of Hot Take Jake's uh, uh, call uh, yesterday. Um, uh, it's, just, it's just typical Brewers. Um, but, you know, I, the thing that I'm really optimistic about is our young talent that we have um, going into next year with, you know, Freelich, Weimer hopefully does better, uh, Terrain, Monasterio, uh, guys like that. And then bringing Churio, Tyler Black, um, Ethan Small, maybe we'll have a good year. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I'm kind of optimistic about next year. Kind of looking forward to it. I'm glad that they're in a little bit of uh, postseason taste. But I'm also happy that they're not getting their hopes up. Um, and they can learn from it. So um, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's a good offseason. Better for the Bucks, of course, you know. <laughs> Everyone's like between Buckhead Dane, uh, Nathan Marathon, between uh, Damian Lillard, Trailblazer highlights. It's, it's kind of helpful, brings a little bit of joy uh, to me at least. I'm sure it does to a lot of other people too. But uh, Buckhead Dane, so that's good. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm sad, but it's it's okay. We'll be okay. All right, take care. Yeah, I'm just not in the we okay, we'll be okay business anymore with the Brewers. I'm just not. I don't care. I don't. I don't want to do that. I'm not. I'm not, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't. What do we? What do we came for? Last five off season been the same thing. Oh, this year, next year, got this coming. Got this guy. Got this. This will be this. That'll be that. Those will be them. Then you're losing the first round. Could it be worse? Obviously, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. Could it be better? It could be much, much better. Is this good? No. No. Was the Brewers season a success? No. Their their regular season, yes. But that's that's what you default to. So if you talk about was this Brewers season was this regular season a success? Yes. Was this year a success? No. No. And now it's a trend. Now it's a pattern. 
It's just, it's just dumb. It's dumb. I, the, the worst thing you could do in sports is like we need to we need to be mad or we need to be happy. Once you get a level of apathy, then you're fucked. And I think a lot of us after this week, at least right now, feeling a little apathetic. But we'll see. Uh, collect your thoughts. If you got more voicemails on the Brewers, keep them coming. Of more on Monday. We'll get the Packer pick with Horvat. Uh, Horvat and I talk through this game, and it takes a turn for the worse when we do. That'll be on Monday. Until then, we will talk soon. Live show Monday night, Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Have a good weekend.